Open Nesters podcast is a weekly podcast that explores new ways of living as our kids leave the nest. Now in season three, the podcast topics go deeper and wider in interviews with individuals, couples, and experts in areas ranging from relationships and families to adventure, spirituality, and sexuality. This week on the Open Nesters podcast with Tessa about motherhood. to have you listen to Tessa, my beloved and the mother of my children, talk about motherhood. So let's hear it from Tessa. Hi, Open Nesters, especially Open Nester moms. I found this piece that I wrote when my kids were teens just recently about motherhood. And with Mother's Day having just passed, I kind of just wanted to just think through ways and concepts based on this essay that I'm thinking as an Open Nester how it's changed, what's evolving, what do I think of motherhood, and I hope that it promotes and provokes you to do the same, whether you're a mother or a father, by the way. I recall the fullness in my heart when my husband and I brought our firstborn home to a condominium. In my first test of detachment from my newborn son, I left my husband with his baby and took a walk alone outside. I vividly remember the intense feeling of importance connected with my elevated new role in the world simply because I gave birth, an act that women have done for eons. I could not have imagined that a tiny being could completely rock my world, and as all moms know, provide me with a completely different perspective on life. I felt a piece of my heart was growing out of my body. Raising three children, all teens at the time, I revel, I revel in the magical journey of motherhood. I think my, I thank my mother for modeling for me what it is like to truly love mothering the four children she raised. And I was blessed to feel that ease and joy in each stage of their development. One day during my daughter's time of transition into teen years, we had a conversation about her friends and their moms. She had this earth shattering realization that not all kids get along with their parents as she did with us. As the girls in her group were ragging on their moms, she said something like, I don't know, but because my mom is free to be all she can be, I feel free to be all I can be. I cried then, knowing that this was how she felt, and I get emotional now, thinking this is the essence of motherhood for me. While I certainly have a lot more becoming to explore, I hope all the kids have the same sense of freedom. My dad's mom was a wise old soul yet she had the vitality and zest for life of a person half her age. She pushed us hard on some of her positions, but the unconditional love she felt toward her grandchildren was obvious and abundant. In some ways, this sums up the whole motherhood concept for me. While our children come from us, they do not belong to us. We are responsible to model and explain our values, but our offspring must become who they are meant to be. While we stay connected to the mothers of our past, We have an enormous role in passing the torch to the future generation, who, as my daughter said, are free to be all they can be. So when I think about that now, and actually my daughter (laughs) rang the phone exactly when I was was reading this, of course, because that's how the universe works, and I read that paragraph to her, and she said, yeah, mom, that's so beautiful, and I can't believe that I actually did feel this way, but I did. I, I, I don't remember that exact incident so well, but... I remember you telling me, and I always felt that way, and I'm sure I expressed it. She was a very expressive young lady, still is. And I think about 
you know, what are we here to be as open nester moms? Now what's our role? Like, what is it that we can learn to do in order to, at one point I said in this little essay, I was trying to detach from my son, my firstborn, when I first got home, knowing that I can't be everything for him. But when they're infants, we are, they are everything. They are completely dependent. And yet now it's this point that I think I hear from a lot of my mom, my friends who are grandparents, that the love is just so enormous and I haven't, we haven't experienced that yet. And yet this in-between time just seems like an ideal time during this open nester stage for us to learn how to be attached and yet be detached, to hold the paradox of how much that love is important to us, how much we value it and how much we express it to them, and to not let our own scars and our own worries or the things that we carry that have hurt us have to get in the way, which requires a certain amount of detachment. And finding the joy in our lives, and that's what my kids have said to me, and I do feel lucky that I continue to to stretch, to stretch these edges, to do the things that I like to talk about as I get older and I have the time for myself to realize them, to risk. I think risk is an interesting thing because I think risk comes from a place of, first of all, nature and nurture. So some of us are born more risk takers and run out and others hang on more. And yet we are either nurtured or nature or nurtured to take more risks. And whether that's about secure attachment, which we talk about in many of our podcast episodes, the idea that uh, your child that your child can, has gone out and you've let them go out and yet you're this secure place they can come back to that they can count on. And so fortunately, I, Amir and I come from a lot of that and not at most people in my, my life experiences don't. And they've had to learn that and nurture that way to be, to hold the attachment and the detachment almost. And I just feel like I've, I've just had a great role model in my mom and I continue to realize how much it can hurt, how much it can hurt to raise a child that is hurt at all ages. And many of us experience that in many different ways. So this, this risk taking, I want to say, we take a risk when we have a child. We take a risk for what our kids are going to do when they have children because this is such a, a, an innate beauty of having to see who you become, your I believe, your, your, your most vulnerable self by becoming, taking that risk in parenting. And then once your kids are older and you can take more risks in your life to, to grow and become more of that person that you always maybe had an inkling of. And I've, I feel like my wandering stories of when I was in my 20s and the things I always loved to do, anthropological, sociological about people, I've come back to that by doing this podcast, this very podcast. And so that risk and, you know, risking putting ourselves out there what people tell us all the time, like, wow, it's really brave that you're, you know, you say you're polyamorous when you live in conservative New England and most of your friends don't even know what polyamory is. And it's been a risk to grow into that role as well. And we're, you know, we're lucky our kids notice and, and, and understand and encourage us becoming able to communicate more consciously, able to take more risks, able to stretch our boundaries. Those are all part of the risk-taking that we talk about in many of our episodes. And then the other side of it is the release. And I believe that as I grow wiser and I uh, carry this becoming, interesting, I just thought of Michelle Obama, two books, one about becoming, which is really worth reading, and then The Light We Carry, which is also just a magnificent book, 
about how we grow into ourselves. And the and she talks about it at this stage of life as well. And from such a high risk place in her life, how she put herself out there. So on all on whatever level we can put ourselves out there and and risk we talked about. And the release part is a level of surrender that I feel like I'm learning through particularly after I got back from Colombia and started grounding myself into into actually barefoot in the earth more, which if you look up grounding or earthing in any documentary or research, you will see how integral it is to us being, being able to bring that beautiful nature of Mother Earth into our bodies in some way that we've neglected for years. And it's called Mother Earth. So I think of the, my release into the surrender that the universe or whatever div- divinity you want to think about or God or Mother Nature what that release offers me is a chance to really not be in control of what's going to happen since most of us are not anyway. And there's a level of, of mothering and growing into that becoming that I feel more of just because I've released that control by surrendering more of my body into Mother Earth and being able to shake more and move more and lie down and do yoga on the grass and not have to have all my ducks in a row in a yoga studio but rather let go of the need to be everything to be orderly or clean and allow for the universe to connect me more. So that release at this stage of life is something I had wanted to share and maybe wish you all for mothers, for fathers, for people to kind of take, take count into what it is that is important to you, which often comes from the body. And, and you know, as we get older, we're growing more beautiful from the inside out which we always needed to be if we really work on those things. And we want our kids to be from the inside out because beauty is that kind of job. And then I've been thinking recently that if we take more notice of bringing that beauty from outside in, it is that area of what Mother Nature can give us. And there's a level of surrender there, even to the elements. So I tried to get out when it was cold when I never did before this past year. And I... I, I don't mind if my feet get dirty or wet. Like it's little, little things that I'm suggesting. And then the release of obviously, if you practice any mindfulness or dance or any other kind of contemplative work that you, you're doing in your life to bring more of that embodied cohesive awareness. For me, it's a daily practice of trying something, something, whatever I'm feeling to do that day. Could be a meditation and it could be a, a dance and it could be a, a silly laugh or a scream outside in nature. I don't want to neglect the fact that some people want to run and become marathon runners, triathletes, or artists, or like pursue things that really align them with what who they feel that they are. So there's it's not one way for all people ever. And yet I suggest, because I know that that's what helped me, because before my kids did leave the nest, I had already gone back for a master's and started studying consciousness and mindfulness and conscious dance and practicing different things that were very resonant for me as a person. And so if there's something as you grow into that stage that you want to go back to and you and you can really bring your body and soul into that release of accepting that way to to open a new space for yourself to move to to consider to express in any kind of art any kind of art form any kind of creative form and that's a creative adaptability that will help all of the open nesters at this stage Stay more connected and grounded. I hope this gives you some insight 
in your own motherhood and lets you reflect on your strengths because we should always honor what we're most proud of and be able to express that. So email me and let me know what are you most proud of in your motherhood and how are you taking on the open nester stage to know about how motherhood works or get on our close Facebook page and post about it. Join our social media community. If you'd like to be interviewed or you know somebody doing something really interesting at this open nester stage of life, also feel free to email me or fill in our form on our guest uh, guest website on theopennesters.com. And thank you so much for helping us grow into a a really resonant podcast for thousands. And sharing it is always great. Subscribe and share. So I want to wish you all a wonderful Mother's Day, maybe a unique one to reflect on who you are. And as uh, Jill Churchill said, there's no way to be a perfect mother and a million ways to be a good one. So celebrate your uniqueness and what you bring to motherhood, what your mother brought to you, And let's all find more love in our own motherhood. You have been listening to the Open Nesters podcast, a production of Kiwi Publishing and Media. Executive producer, Tessa Crone. Music by Yoni Avi Patat. Audio engineering by Lucid Sound. Web design and blogs, PJ Ewing. This podcast is available on all podcast platforms. To learn more about each episode and guest, please visit us at theopennesters.com. For questions or to be a guest on our podcast, email tessa at theopennesters.com.